Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and we are just less than four days away from the game that we've been waiting for uh, since we found out it was going to be happening. And so before we get to that, we did have a game yesterday, and we are going to be talking about it today. So let's go ahead and introduce Sharon and Jared. First, let's go to you, Sharon. How's it going? Always, I, I swear to God, you guys always do the eldest first unless Jared's been at a match. He did not go to the Louisville match. However, he did go to a Diamondbacks match. We're not going to talk about that much because uh, similar fate. Um, anyhow, <laughs> but, but um, yeah, we're all awake. We're all uh, chomping at the bit to get out of Dodge. Uh, by this time tomorrow, I'll be halfway across the country, I hope. And um Traveling to Orlando, which looks like it's going to be an oven with a, a humidifier inside of it. So, yeah, I'm doing okay. Kind of bummed about our result with uh, Loose City, but expected with a rotated squad. I am, you know, not super bummed really because I got a point out of it. Thank you, Emil Cuello. Woo woo. Jared, how you doing? Uh, mostly awake. Uh... As far as moving about, you know, that's still yet to be contested uh, thanks to uh, yesterday uh, at the uh, at Chase Field and, you know, the result from yesterday's match against Louisville. But like you said, it was kind of expected. Still sucks because I lost 10 bucks uh, out of it, but better 10 than 220, right? But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Tuesday when I fly out. So this gives me today and tomorrow to... Yeah, sort out what I need to take with me, get packed, and everything like that. So, just looking forward to Tuesday. How about you, Luis? Uh, I'm doing good. I know we talked about it before the game yesterday that we weren't too interested in what was going to happen, right? Of course, we wanted to get some points out of it, just like we always do. But I think our minds were already set on on Wednesday, and we saw it with the starting eleven, right? I think it's what we all kind of predicted. Coach would do. I don't think anyone really uh, imagined that we would see our you know same starting eleven as we will see on Wednesday. So when you have those kind of squads, you know you can't really ask for I think any points because these guys have never played with each other, uh, or at least you know in the starting eleven I should say. So overall, I mean I, I was actually uh, pretty pleased with how they played considering that they were playing against the you know, a uh, first place team in the East and with the team that actually had their full squad uh, in the starting 11. So, yeah, but all's good, man. Like I said before, we're just a couple of days away from actually being in the final and we're, we're so excited. I mean, we've been waiting for this for how long, right? How long have we been saying September 7th and now we're actually in September and now it's the 4th and all's good there. So I think we should cue a theme song uh, by Earth, Wind, and Fire, basically called September. <laughs> it's also my birthday month. So, you know, I, not that I've started to unfold all of that because there's so many other things that are happening before that. But dang, you're right, Luis. We're here. It's it's happening. And it's kind of funny. We're like avoiding talking about, you know, we'll, we'll just have a tiny analysis on the match today, really seriously, because, you know, the guy, the guys who were in, I thought Lee Desmond did fabulous, but you know they don't want to pull play him full minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you saw all the guys on their social media that were resting and watching the match, and and you know we I, actually I was surprised with Dougie. He gave me a little bit of a, a 
confidence. You know, I was surprised at the way he played. And, you know, when they made some of the timely subs, I was surprised with um, Zico and very surprised with Emil. He was a holy terror while he was on the field, right? And um, Deshorn, oh my goodness, you know, they're saying he's not match fit, but oh my goodness, did you see what he did last night? So I will say, you know, there were some individual performances that looked fabulous. And then there were some team unity things that obviously we'll need work down the road if you know if we're going to be competing at the level of when we're on the road with a rotated squad so before we actually get get to the game analysis let's go ahead and do (laughs) colossals of gratitude and let's let jared go first i know you mentioned sharon usually you go first but let's let jared go first for this one all right, well, I've got some uh, glasses of gratitude uh, fr- from yesterday at the uh, Diamondbacks game. Uh, I want to give a glasses of gratitude to uh, my membership representative, uh, Andy Nickel, uh, with uh, the Diamondbacks. I mean, very gracious, showed me a lot, a lot of uh, places and spots in the in Chase Field that uh, I could have access to should I do choose to go with uh, – a membership, they're no longer calling it season tickets anymore because they realize not everybody goes to all 82 games. Uh, he actually managed to get me a, a you know, a baseball, you know, a game baseball, uh, right as we started. Uh, I've also gotten a free cap since it was a free cap day. Um, also ended up getting, um, not from Andy himself, but from a nearby booth, uh, two huge tubes of uh, Salon Bopane uh, uh, cream or whatever. So, even though the game went extra innings, the Diamondbacks took care of me. I just ended up buying the uh, the food and drinks. So thank you very much, Andy. Thank you very much, D-backs, uh, for all that. And then also, you know, glasses of gratitude to Sharon and Luis for keeping me up to date uh, on the uh, Republic FC match. And, you know, at times, I couldn't really tune in to watch it. You know, they, they kept up to date. So appreciate both of y'all. I know it wasn't a great match, but, you know, it was kind of expected. So, you know, it is what it is. When we, Not saying it's a throwaway game, but uh, our priorities were differently sourced, I guess you could say it is. That's, I mean, so, some of the biggest gratitude uh, I have for right now, I'm sure by the time Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're all around, there'll probably be more, and more to come. How about your uh, glasses, Sharon? Okay, so like my galazes of gratitude, I'm going to start right off with one unexpected because for no reason I need to just acknowledge this person. Um, Not sure how long he will be on the planet with us, but our dear friend, I just want to thank him for his entire life as he moves into hospice care with his battle with cancer. And that is our friend Sean Kitka, otherwise fondly known as Crash. I just love and adore that man. I love his friends, all of the supports. I love the fact that he's been a part of Tower Bridge Battalion and just an outspoken um, individual for human rights and gay rights and LGBTQ plus everything. He has just been a phenomenal person on this planet. I will carry him forever. And so massive galazos of gratitude to our friend. Um, he's still alive. Um, but I know that 
he's he's in hospice care now. Um, he just decided that he didn't want to deal with his chemotherapy any longer. Don't mean to be a downer, but I want everybody to just hold him, you know, in your heart and think the best of him and try to find your best memories of him. Some people are going to have some excellent ones of how he earned the name Crash. So, you know, just just think good things of of our dear friend. And then also to Mike and Chris McAnich, because they got me a point, well, Mike, by picking uh, um, Emil Coyo as my as the first goal scorer. Um, unfortunately, the, the score line was close, but no cigar. And um, but it's just, you know, fabulous that there are friends as well. And we will see them in Orlando along with their sunrise. And then finally, my last goal of gratitude goes to um, uh, David and Kalia Ingram, uh, David Irons and Kalia Ingram, my house sitters slash pet sitters so that I don't have to worry about a thing when I'm away from Pasha, the podcast cat, which should be somebody said, just call them podcasts. And it's like, okay, reverse the T and the S. Okay, fine. But, um, you know, that's it. Those are those are my galazos of gratitude. Throwing it over to you, Luis. Well, for uh, my goals of gratitude, I have a couple of them here. So first one goes out to you, Sharon, for actually buying uh, Jared and I the new uh, commemorative uh, final scarf. I mean, it's something that when I first saw it, I was like trying to figure out, okay, where are they selling it and all that. And uh, I know it was a little bit over my price point. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm spending way too much on this trip that I can't really purchase it at the moment. So Thank you for getting it for us. It's going to be really cool. And, you know, regardless of what happens on Wednesday, I think it'll be a nice little memory of our times in Orlando, too. And next one uh, goes out to Tina for actually guessing um, the uh, first yellow card correctly, too, to give me a point. And we'll discuss how that's looking like uh, here later on. <laughs> and next one goes out to Roro for the interview that he gave us uh, last week. We really appreciate that. I know it's something that we were working on for a while. And the fact that we were able to get it right before the Open Cup final was just perfect. And so thank you, Roro, uh, for taking the time. I know, you know, the guy who doesn't have much free time these days. And so uh, we greatly appreciate that. And if you haven't listened to that interview, go back and check it out. Um, it, it was really interesting to hear all the things he had to say. And then one last one actually goes out to uh, Eddie Cruz from the Orlando Lions Den podcast for uh, being able to talk to Sharon and I the other day. Um, that was a really great conversation. I mean, the guy went above and beyond and just told us everything about the city, the team, all these recommendations. I mean, greatly appreciate that. It worked out really great. And if you haven't heard that one, go back to the last episode and listen to that, especially if you are going to be in Orlando, uh, he really gives out a lot of recommendations of things to do and restaurants to try out as well. Oh, my God, Luis, I so want to piggyback on your golazos because, yes, Roro, yes, Eddie. I mean, that was just those were two fabulous moments. And, you know, I, I love the fact that Jared said after the interview was over that he tried so hard to not fanboy the whole situation. And that was probably one of the more endearing parts of the interview that and Roro chuckling over some of the questions we asked him <laughs> that, was, that was like that was killer I don't know what when you when you went back and listened to it but the way he chuckled um you know <laughs> like when we asked him who is his favorite road roomie <laughs> and 
he just started laughing. It was like he, oh, it was perfect. So yeah, it it was good. And and then Eddie, there were times I could I don't know about you guys, but I couldn't understand him because he talks fast, right? And he has a I don't know if he has an accent or not. Who knows? But I could it was it was hard to keep up with him, man. He was hitting us left and right with such good information. And I'm tr- I tried to write it all down. Like I wrote things down like broken string, uh, food trucks, pub sub, the ultimate, Publix, Havana, the park at the mosque, champion hangout. You know, it's like all these things I was trying to capture. <laughs> he was perfect. See, I'm not I'm see, I'm not the only one that praising pub subs. <laughs> I, I already got my sub order ready and waiting that Thursday morning before I fly back to Phoenix. So all I have to do is just go in. Collect them, pay, and be out. Oh, man, our mind is so focused right now on Orlando and how our guys are going to, oh, man, this is just, ah, we need to, okay, we need to focus. Luis, get us back to focus. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just got to say one, one thing about uh, the order that Jared did. Jared, when you get that order, take a picture of it there uh, as you know you get the, the subs. Because we've been talking about him so much that you know it'd be great for us to share him on the socials so people see the the order that you did and you know all the subs that you'll be taking back home. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's definitely going to be a bag full. I mean, I'll put it that way. But but then I I, I don't know. Are we still wanting to go to a Wawan Publix uh, while we're out out there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we are definitely going to go to that and try some subs. Or we might even do an Instagram live so we could show everyone our. Uh, our reactions right to the public subs because <laughs> i have all day thursday too until i leave later in the afternoon on my flight so i have until like what three-ish you know two thirty somewhere in there so even oh, if we can't accomplish it you know tuesday or wednesday there's also we can think about thursday guys yeah well i I actually uh, need to depart to the airport about 12 noon or so so my my schedule on thursday is a little bit uh a little smaller, but I, uh, I, I, I think we can pr- we could probably shoot for Tuesday because because I, I get in about maybe two forty five to the airport or, or so, and then I get into the Church Street area about four o'clock or something like that. Okay, so so, we'll, we'll have- so two. Okay, yeah, no, it was Wednesday that they're doing the thing at um, Tower Bridge Battalion is doing the thing at um, Harry uh, something Harry yeah, Buffalo. Harry Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. And then I know that Luis wants to do a live and I found out that, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> offline about, you know, particulars, but the big thing is yeah. Wednesday with the Tower Bridge Battalion. Sorry. We're <laughs> really need to talk about Louisville, Lucidity versus South Republic, <laughs> but oh, we're headed to food. Why are we always like, we take this right turn when it comes to talking about food. Dang it. Look at us. <laughs> Yeah, it's par for the course. <laughs> and there's a lot of interesting foods that aren't available in California and Florida. So, yeah, yeah there's that. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Louisville City yesterday, right? And and the crazy thunder that happened that made us wait. What, what was it? An hour and a half for us to get to see basically the rest of the second half. But maybe that played to our advantage, though. I noticed the the team was playing a little bit different there, and uh, after that, but. Uh, you know, it started off with a relatively early goal, right, by uh, Louisville. I think it was on the ninth minute that 
I don't, I don't know what you guys think too. I think maybe I'm, I'm not sure, right? Should Saldana have come out? Uh, was it a Josh error? Who was it? What do you guys think? Because I, I could see either or. So I think there was a communicate, sorry, a lapse of communication because if they're in the box with three guys, right? And we only have three guys plus a keeper. I think that there was a breakdown in communication of tracking the um, the attack. Um, you've got other guys that could have dropped in. Um, you, you've, you know, I don't know what Roth. I okay. So back up three steps. We were not playing with th- our usual three back system. We were playing with a two center back system, and so that was different, right? We were playing um, just with uh, Lee and um, Josh. Okay. And normally we have a three back system. So we had some unclear on the concept situations happening with Duke. We're used to having all three guys track back, you know, all three central defenders. Now we're down to two. So there's always going to be, we normally outnumber them on defensive strategy. We normally have one more than they do, but we didn't this time. There were three tracking back. And that makes it really hard. We can't play the first defender, second defender technique when you're matched up 3v3. But if there is a 4v3, us with the four on defense, you can do first defender, second defender. We couldn't. And, you know, there was just, you know, it's just, it was one of those things. I don't, I don't blame or fault anyone. I just think we're not used to this system of play. Rafa could have dropped back in in the whole you know, we had guys that were standing there that could have dropped back in and they didn't. So even Nick Ross could have dropped down because I know, um, you know, I it just looked like we had an overload on one side versus where the ball ended up. So it's, you know, it just happened. It it was a thing. What do you guys think? Yeah, it looks like it definitely could have uh, gone a lot better as far as uh, this play goes. But, yeah, just uh, we crowded the box, um, not quite the best way possible, and unfortunately, just ends up uh, getting passed. I mean, it's it's a costly, costly issue that uh, you know changed it from going from possibly a two-one game to later on to a three-one game. So it's uh, yeah, it's definitely not not a great situation there. But then again, you know, with, with the rotational squad, you know. Some things will happen here and there. So we just have to move past and move on as we can. Yeah. Unfortunately, these things, you know, are, are things that are prone to happen, right? You, you said it well, Jared. When you have a rotation squad, you know, you're bound to have uh, situations like that. But uh, I just think that, you know, we were doing good up to that point, right? And it's it's just, you know, one of those things where, had that not happened, maybe we could have seen a completely different game, right? But when you go up and the score is so quick, and especially if you're at home, it just kind of complicates things, right? But we do have to say that uh, we did have good response, though, because, um, you know, about 20 minutes later in the 29th minute, Sharon gets a point thanks to Cuello, and it was a pretty good play, right? I mean, Cuello gets an excellent cross. And, you know, headers it in, right? And it's been a while since we've seen a Cuello goal, and I'm glad, right? The guy needed to uh, lift his confidence, and especially being a rotation player that we'll almost for sure see 
uh, on Wednesday, you want to make sure that, you know, the guy is coming off a goal and that he feels like he could do the same on Wednesday should he be rotated into the game, right? Absolutely. So, you know, this, this, <laughs> I'm not certain how I was really watching this. And then I heard it and I'm like, who, who had Quayo? And then it was like in our little <laughs> behind the scenes chat, you know, Mike reminded me <laughs> that, you know, hey, our pick went in and, and I think everybody else confirmed that that was the goal scorer that Mike had picked for Sharon and happy days, you know, so I, maybe I should have Mike pick my picks more often, you know, <laughs> but, but there was a kind of a funny side chat that um, before this, that he, all he did was just go opposite of what Scott Bradford picked for Jared, <laughs> because we were exactly polar opposites of all of the picks, but at any, at any rate, no big deal. It was great to see this perfect cross. I mean, you couldn't have done it better. It was like one of those ones that everybody says is on a dime. And they didn't pick us up. If you look at the numeric, we were evenly matched. We had three guys, four guys crashing the box and only four of their defenders also um, tracking us. So that was pretty cool. We did back to them what they did to us. So one way or the other, I think this ball was going to go in because we were we we had four guys in box. They had four defenders. Loved it. Loved every minute of of watching this. So, you know, don't snooze on Sac Republic. And I hope Orlando is not listening to this podcast because I don't want them to know any of our secrets. <laughs> yeah. And it makes you wonder if they're watching this game closely or not. Right. Because oh, of course this... they're watching. They're going to see systems of play. Right. They're just going to watch how we do systems. Oh, well, maybe yeah, not. I, I, I mean, yeah, because and, and I say that just because, you know, this isn't really. Uh, you know our our a squad right this is the team that's going to be playing against them so i mean if they want to feel confident then go ahead watch all you want right but this isn't the team that they're going to be seeing on wednesday so <laughs> that that's what made me kind of wonder like hmm, i'm sure they realize that this isn't the team <laughs> and so you know not that i've been seeing anyone actually um, put us down right for losing the game but you know it's going to be a whole different game come Wednesday it's a lot of different players who have been playing together for much longer I think than again this starting 11 so we move on to the 46th minute and we could have been tied at halftime and unfortunately on a set piece on a corner kick we lose our mark and you know we let them score off a header again this time we actually had numbers in the box I don't know if this was savable um, by Carlos or if our tracking, um, you know, didn't work that well. You know, we had guys uh, on the posts. We had guys in the area, but I honestly, I couldn't, you know, it was, they just crashed the box way better than, than we did. You know, you look at, I'm trying to think who was sitting on yellows. If anybody was sitting on a yellow at this point, um, halfway through the match, it would be interesting to see if anybody who was supposed to defend this was sitting on a yellow and so relaxed a bit. Um, yeah, I think Rafa was sitting on a yellow. So I don't know if he was involved in defending. It's just it's just hard. You know, we, we don't need to overanalyze these things. It's just unfortunate that they were able to crash the box with who they had and sent us into halftime down a goal. Um, and so typically what the Republic does when they're goal down we play differently coming out, but we, w this whole match we're playing differently um, because we're 
it was only two central defenders. And yeah, they've trained on it, but at the end of the day, it's just not what we're used to. We're used to three central defenders who usually get, then they're tall guys. You know, you think mm-hmm. about Connor Donovan and Lee Desmond, and you think about um, Dan Casey. And if they don't, if they're not tall, they have massive hops. So it's just, you know, we talked about it before. Jared even said it, uh, you know, in the in the messaging is, you know, we knew we were headed for a throwaway match, but we always try to do our best. And yeah, so room for improvement. Yeah, and you know, we can't really say that Saldana had much to do in this, right? When you get a header like that, it's really difficult for any goalkeeper to block that, right? Especially when you have so many players in front of you. So it it was a shame, and I, I don't know, right? But they ended up jumping before. Uh, I I would almost want to say Josh, since that was his man to mark, could have also been responsible there. Uh, but I do have to say, I don't know if you guys noticed this too, but I, I um, observed this after the goal was scored. Josh was so close to smacking one of the Louisville players. If you guys look at the replay back. Um, he was so close, right? I mean, he was like frustrated at the fact, of course, that he had missed his mark. But you got to watch out with those moments, right? Because if he, had he actually gotten the guy, that could have been a red card right there, right? Yeah, he was he was frustrated. But, you know, <laughs> I love his frustration. It meant that he was very invested with the squad. He was very invested with this match. And just so you all know, um, you know, we heard from announcers, uh, you know, Adam and Rob, that Josh has been called back to Nashville. And so we may not see him again for the season. So that kind of puts a little bit of a strain on our on our three three men defensive um, situation, which means that it's a good thing that they sub Tiago um, Suarez in so that he can continue to learn the system of play and be put into these high um, pressure situations because he has to learn it. And so. You know, it's. I think Josh overall. I I just really like his spirit. I'm so glad he's going to go back to MLS action. And you know, I'm glad we had him for when we had him last night. You know, we talked about it. wasn't his best match, but at the end of the day, he it was only two. They were playing a two man defensive system. You know, the center back, and that's harder when you've been playing the three three back system. Mm-hmm. So. Praise to Josh for coming and playing with us and thank him a ton and wish him well when he heads back to Nashville. Let's go to the next goal. Unless Jared wants to say something. No, I think we can go to the next goal here. Yeah, so the next goal, uh, me and Sharon were so close to actually getting another point. But, of course, the storm had to come through for Louisville, right? After the an hour and a half delay because of thunders, which I got to say, I didn't see any lightning bolts when they had that uh, shot of like the pitch. I don't know if you guys saw that too. I, you know, of course they put the lightning on uh, the scoreboard and all that, but I mean, I didn't see any lightning bolts in what, like the almost five minutes of camera just being right there. But, you know, I guess there's probably more going on, which just maybe didn't have the, the right angles there. but. Um, we had to wait a while and then close to the end of the game, 80th minute, they screw with Sharon and I's point, which yeah, I but, didn't like. <laughs> but that would have just, you know, kept us kind of level on points. So, you know, whatever, <laughs> because whatever. 
<laughs> and, and not to mention it again for Josh, right? I mean, I, I I don't like to bash on anyone, right? But I'm just here describing the play. It hits Josh. And, you know, you can't really do much about it, right? It's one of those situations where they pull a shot, you happen to be standing there, and you just happen to see the ball ricochet from you and, and go in. Otherwise, I think uh, Saldana definitely would have had it. So that, that was 3-1. That's how the match ended. And we put it back. We mentioned it before. We weren't really thinking too much about this game. We just knew we had to play it, right? We didn't want, you know, the weather delay to end up giving Louisville the points, right? As I know, Jared, for a second there, you were scaring us too. I, I was thinking like, wait, wait, don't tell me that. They're going to get the win just because of the weather delay. And, you know, I'm still glad they didn't because I'd much rather lose 3-1 than say, oh, we lost 2-1 because of the weather delay and they didn't even let us play the rest of the game. We were glad. Well, uh, Louisville did actually clinch a playoff berth during the weather delay. So <laughs> I think that's probably a first. But I think it's it's probably got to do more with uh, other results uh, throughout the league, uh, maximum number of points, everything like that as far as uh, USL Championship put, putting up that post while we weren't even playing, while they were just waiting for the lightning to subside. Yeah, that, that's the, that's what ended up happening. But it, it was a little funny moment there, right? Just knowing like, oh, they, they qualified already and the <laughs> game hasn't even been complete yet. Um, but going ahead and looking at the standings, though, um, at least we have not moved positions. Thankfully, we are still in fourth place. And we got to actually thank New Mexico, right, for not getting the three points and staying where <laughs> where they were at before. And luckily, you know, we still have a game in hand. Uh, and so we won that game. And at least we could potentially be seven points above New Mexico, who are below us in fifth place. But above us, though, unfortunately, Colorado Springs uh, did get the three points. Right. As, as I know, Jared, you were following that game uh, and they are now sitting at 51 points. So if we win the next game to catch up and games played with them, then we would uh, just be five points away. But still, it seems like third place is slowly moving away from our possibilities. And, you know, we're going to have to try and, you know, keep that fourth place, because if you do keep that place, then you're able to at least host the first uh, playoff game and, that's exactly what we want to do. <laughs> Not just go back to playoffs, but actually be able to host that. And then below us, things are getting pretty interesting. El Paso is sitting in sixth place with uh, 40 points, but two more games than we do. Las Vegas Lights has just been on a downhill, especially uh, after they won against us. It seems like they're getting goals scored left and right. Uh, as we all know, yesterday they actually ended up losing 6-1. to one against Tampa Bay, and uh, that, that should have been us, right? And I know, Jared, you were at the game, but unfortunately, it wasn't. Uh, and now they're sitting there in seventh place, 37 points. Below them, Los Dos, with uh, one point less than they do, but one game in hand. Uh, and so it, it's it's pretty interesting, right? Because you have that. And then Oakland Roots, 28 games played, 33 points. Phoenix Rising is at 27 games played, 32 points. Monterey, one less than they do, 32 points. RGB Toros, same 26 games, 30 points. And last place, Orange County with uh, 27 and 28 points. So, And what was odd with that is Orange County, uh, they actually tied uh, yesterday. I'm, I'm 
trying to remember who it was they, they, they were playing. I knew it was uh, definitely a, a top side. Yeah, I mean, I was just going through Memphis. the scoreboard. Uh, oh. Yeah, Memphis, they, they tied with Memphis, and they've been doing great uh, as well. Memphis has. Mm. And they're in third right now, so it was kind of a shocker that uh, Orange County is as bad as the season they've had uh, on and off the field this, this year. They're, they're in their fighting. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah, I mean, and we are going to be playing against them, right, here in, in the upcoming weeks. So definitely one not to sleep on as much as it might be the last place, right? Because, you know, we're going to want the three points, but let's not be too confident in that game because we know what, what they're capable of, of doing. So speaking of upcoming games, of course, we keep talking about it. Wednesday, September 7th, uh, we're going to be playing in the final against Orlando. And then uh, we come back just a couple of days home to play against Hayden Sarges and the Ludon United crew uh, at 7 p.m. We're back at the 7 p.m. schedule. So for everyone wanted to uh, get out of the stadium earlier, then, you know, we're back on, on that earlier schedule now. And then, as I mentioned before, we play against Orange County at home on Sunday, September 18th. And then we travel down to San Antonio to play against them uh, September 24th at 530. And then. We go back home midweek against Phoenix Rising, September 28th at 7 p.m. So that's that's all the rest of the month is looking like. So three home games, one away in terms of, of course, just league play. So I'm just saying we've been doing good at home. If the guys get enough points there, then I, we could uh, confidently be able to say fourth place is ours. But, you know, we'll, we'll see, right? Because, you know, you can't. Can't sleep on any team, right? Just as we saw with Orange County. And we've seen a couple other surprises, right? Like Monterey beating uh, Louisville City at Louisville. So that's just like a co a Coach Briggs says the, the days of uh, easy games in the USL Championship are gone. I yeah. mean, there, there are no gimmies aside from New York Red Bulls, too. <laughs> yeah, or Atlanta United, too, apparently this season as oh, well. They're yeah. All their, yeah. <laughs> they're, exactly. the, they're the most scored on. They have like 74 goals against uh, in 29 games. So pretty rough. And and they were the first teams to be eliminated, rightfully so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no more MLS two teams next season. So thankfully, that's out of the way. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I'm all for a competitive league, right? It just makes for more interesting matches. And you know, it just means that you just never know what could happen. And you can't ever think that a first place team is going to be a last place team. And I like that. Shows that it's a competitive league. All right. Well, I think we are just about ready to move to the podcast. I, I literally have just been listening to the two of you and have been silent this whole time. Um, but, you know, I, I certainly hope that we hold our spot in the first I know Colorado took off uh, a little bit and got a little farther ahead of us but um I hope we can hold on to the fourth place spot if not do our best to move up okay that being said mm -hmm. Louise back to you all right I, I know you don't want me to mention because you're like ah here we go again even though you got a point you're like ah he got a point too <laughs> or or no I should say we all got a point in this one right it's like nothing's really change aside all of us getting one point so i think it might be the first time that we all get one point so shout out to everyone who gave us their predictions right the proxy thing gave points to everyone it worked so thank you <laughs> um, but with that being said uh sharon got a point with cuello scoring the first goal 
Scott and Tina predicted for Jared and myself, and they actually predicted Louisville City getting the first yellow card, and that also gave us a point there. So standings are, I have 15 points, Sharon has eight, and then Jared has seven. So you guys add up to my score again. There's that. (laughs) Butthead. (laughs) But... But not to worry, though, lots can change in this cup final game, because guess what? We have the potential of six points and we've never had that much points available in one game. So, heck, even if you just get four or five points, you're back in the game. You will not be far from my score. That's, of course, if I don't get any points, too. Right. So (laughs) we also have to consider that. But you will be closer, right? If you get more points than I do, of course. So. Who wants to go first? Uh, or do you want me to go first? I have mine written down already. If you guys need more time to think about it, I can. No, you go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Luis. Go ahead. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, I took mine on the chin. <laughs> so just to give everyone a rundown of the categories for this final, we have, of course, the final score, the first score plus our sub, first yellow card, what team gets it, uh, yes or no extra time, yes or no penalty kicks, and a new category that was born out of the last episode, weather delay time. And we're going to go in intervals of 15 minutes. So delay time being whenever it gets started, whether it's actually at 8 p.m., 8.05, 8.10 p.m., that's what we're going for. And of course, there is the option of being able to say no delay time, which would just mean that it's just going to start at whatever time it ends up starting at, but with no delay for any reason and when we say delay it could be anything right i mean our most obvious one would be thunder rain but yeah it could be anything (laughs) so i say a 2-2 tie score of course it's going to take it to extra time first goal scorer roro if he isn't available which i hope that isn't the case uh, we would see luis felipe scoring the first one and then the first yellow card it's going to go to us to sac republic Extra time, yes, of course. I did guess 2-2 before. And I do think we go to PKs. What happens after? Don't ask me because my score is 2-2 tie. But it's going to go to PKs. It's going to be a dramatic game. And I think the delayed time is going to be 30 minutes. All right. Well, um, ambitious uh, (laughs) with your 2-2 projection. I am not feeling as positive as you already. (laughs) So I'm actually, ah, these words are almost making me vomit in the back of my throat. I'm going with, we're losing 2-1 and our our goal scorer, I have four people (laughs) on my list. (laughs) Help me pick one, you guys. I have Roro, Dami, Keko, and Luis Felipe. And it's like, oh, do we score on a PK that we get gifted and Roro steps up or does Dami do one of his like weirdo shots and make it? Or does Keko do his really awesome la 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 la. And all of a sudden click it's in. Oops. I just lost a cat. Or is it Luis Felipe rocketing one because the goalkeeper crept out of box and Luis Felipe sneaks one in. So it's like crap. Who do I want as my goal scorer? So you guys help me figure this one out. What would you do? <laughs> I shouldn't do that to you guys. And <laughs> tell me to pick Louise Felipe. Um, my initial gut feeling said Kecko. So I'm going to go with Kecko. 
dang it. And if he doesn't see the pitch, let's say, let's pretend he gets injured between now and, you know, game day, which won't happen. But if he does not see the pitch, then, um, hey, who is my backup? I'm going row, row, row. Um, okay. And let's see the first team to grab a yellow. I'm going to say Sacramento, you know, whatever. I'm going no extra time, mm-hmm. no PKs, and a 15-minute weather delay. So a 2-1, mm-hmm. we don't win, damn it. And we're going to walk out of there still happy that we got a chance to go see our mm-hmm. squad. And I want to be wrong. This is one time where it's like <laughs> if somebody comes up to me and they look in my face and they say, you're wrong. I will love it. And I won't <laughs> mind Luis Urbano getting a bigger jump on me in the points. Because he predicted, you know, something different. So, Jared, uh, let's see. Uh, I am going to say a one-one draw, and Luis Felipe as the goal scorer. Uh, if he's not available, then uh, Matt Lagrassa. I'm going to say this does go into extra time and does go into PKs. Uh, we end up edging out. I mean, I know it sounds like a repeat of the uh, against Sporting Kansas City, but I just have this feeling we're we're just gonna repeat history as far as that goes. Uh, I'm gonna say Orlando City gets the first yellow card. We forgot a category. Ah, yes, the weather delay. Well, um, no, no, the weather delay. But we we forgot a category. There's oh. one more category, and I'll remind Luis what it is. Oh, okay. Hey, we'll, we'll add it. We'll do seven points. Okay. So, what's your weather delay, if any? I'm gonna say no, no weather delay. No weather delay. We're all over the map on that one. (laughs) So so we all said whether it was going to go to PKs or not. We also had that one extra category that if it goes to PKs, even though we said we didn't or did or didn't, if it goes to PKs, do we win? Oh, okay. Remember that one? Uh, Oh, yeah, that's true. It's like who who wins the PKs? Is it us or them? Because that was like one of those things where we've all said no, or Jared and I have constantly said no, it didn't go to PKs. You would always say it did. And um, and then we had to predict who won in the PKs, even though we didn't think it would go that way. But mm-hmm. you both have said yes to it's going to go to PKs, extra time and PKs. You both have said it. Um, so now you have to tell us who you think wins the PK contest. And I get a chance at that point as well. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, I hate to say this. I hope I'm wrong. Just like you said, Sharon, everyone could tell me you're wrong, you know, and all that as well. I'm going to say Orlando wins it in, in PKs. And I'm going with Sac Republic wins it in PKs. Yep. Sac, Sac wins in PKs. Because we have Danny Videolo. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think if they end up winning it, it's going to literally go down to just one one shot that, that was missed. Because Orlando has a really competitive goalkeeper in Gallese. He's a, an older goalkeeper, but I know him very well from his time in Liga Mekis. And the guy saved Veracruz, who was a really like low team. You know, they didn't really do that much. It was tough. I mean, Roro played for them as well. He knows how much they struggled. So the guy saved them so much. So he's... He's a pretty strong goalkeeper as well. And I just I just think it's gonna go down to just one shot. And you know, poor us, we're gonna be right there with like, you know, our hearts like pumping like crazy. <laughs> like all like we all know we were against sporting KC. But again, like I mentioned, I hope I'm wrong. 
Hope it's the other way around. If it is PKs, even if we're so close to getting a heart attack, make it that we win it so we don't get one. <laughs> or if we do get one, it's because we were so excited because we won. <laughs> so, yeah. But, hey, th- these are really great predictions because we're all over the place. So someone is going to get a really good amount of points. I am pretty sure of it, too. And I think it's just going to be one of us that gets a decent amount of points out of this, especially now that we have seven potential points in the line. So basically what I'm trying to say is that one of you could potentially be a point away from me. I mean, I'm trying to see if you guys did all opposite of what I said. Actually, yeah, Jared did basically opposite of all what I said. (laughs) And Sharon, uh, well, we, we have one that's in common too, which is the first yellow card for the team but hey you could potentially be one point away from me if i were to get, not get anything one of you gets all of them so could happen I don't, I don't want to get all of them because it shows me shows us losing all right i don't want that yeah so, yeah <laughs> but i do like your predictions on the penalty kicks though i just i wish i had that but of course it's been working out for me to actually say that we don't win because they end up winning so just so everyone understands, that's why I'm predicting this too. Um, but I do predict a really close result, as you saw. So there you have it. And hey, at least if, if we lose in PKs, we could say, well, we technically didn't lose in the overall result, right? Because we tied it. So I'm just saying, I'd much rather lose that way than lose in the 90 minutes. And I have us losing in the 90 minutes because I'm a loser, <laughs> baby. So whatever. That Beck song. Yep. Great. Well, that that's what we have. We'll see who who gets what points too. And I'll probably say t- I'll take a picture of this. So after the game, we can actually <laughs> remember who said what, and you know, we th- there's no uh, questioning it too. We'll so. have to make a document. Seriously, <laughs> you know, put a put it on Google Docs so we can pull it up anywhere in the world. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll put it on Google Docs. I'll make like a little table there, and and don't uh, forget to share it with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll share it with you. You'll see if I did any edits. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll show right there. There's any yeah. edits done. <laughs> All right, guys. This uh, has been a, a good morning. I'm going to have to, um, you know, say sayonara. And I am so looking forward to seeing everybody in Orlando. There's going to be so many fans there. I, people ask me, do we know how many people are traveling to Orlando? And when I count all the front office and all the people that I know, plus a bunch of others, you just throw in another 20 for good measure because people are bringing their kids because it's Orlando and, you know, there's a bunch of fun things to do over there. And it's like, I don't know, could we be between three and 500 people? Like, what's our number? And mm. then all of the um, people that are traveling just to see this Open Cup match, this is a big deal for a lot of lower level teams. So we may end up getting supporters coming out of the woodwork, right? So if anybody has a guesstimate of how many non-Orlando City, uh, whatever they're called, um, if any, because I don't want to give them a whole lot of credit. um, If anybody has a general idea of, like, are you a fan of us? Then let us know, you know, send us a message. Um, Go on our our website, uh, sacksoccerpods.com, right? Luis, it's Soccer. What is it? Saxsoccerpod.com. Yeah, com and record a message to us so that we can play it on the on our post game. You know, we can play it anytime. We can just post it 
Um, Luis will figure a way to do that. <laughs> <laughs> He's a magician. Um, yeah. So we want to hear from you. We want to hear if you're, you know, who you're supporting and what, you, how many fans you think are going to show up that are not Orlando City fans. It'll be interesting. I guess, you know, it, we, could, we could base it off the purple shirts, right? If we don't see that much purple, then we're like, hmm, is it more like 50%, 70% non-Orlando? Hmm. Right. It'll be interesting too, right? I know Eddie did let us know, right? Remember he said that he wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, the, there was more support for us than than for them, right? Because just based off, you know, how they've had attendance numbers in the past. So. Right. Yeah, it could be. It it could be. So so this is going to be confusing because <laughs> Orlando has a couple of colors that they use. They use black or or purple. And I I I wish everybody from our area would wear Old Glory red. I know people want to wear the third the third kit, but I have a that I don't know. I really want us in all Old Glory red because that really stands out. So if anybody's listening to this and you're on the fence as to what color you want to wear. Let's go with that old glory red so we truly stand out when the camera pans on us, right? Yeah, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that, actually, because if anyone is like me and you want to wear whatever the team is going to wear, we are going to be wearing the white jersey with the red sash. And it's not bad, right? I mean, of course, we all wanted to wear the black one because, you know, we know how much we've done good with it and whatnot. But... If we recall back to the championship year, we wore that white jersey that pays tribute to that. So there wasn't a better time to wear that jersey than in this game. So I think it works out good. And maybe Orlando doesn't realize that. But hey, we don't care. Don't realize that, too. Let's go wear another white jersey and try to get another title. And as I mentioned to Jared on our chat, that happens. We might even consider making the white one our new home kit. That's funny. Well, it's like LA Galaxy. Their home kit is white. And so good vibes. I hope that, you know, it passes on to the players, right? Because as you very well know, Sharon, that was the one we wore in 2014. That's right. It was an amazing day. And it was so funny, too, because we would waffle back and forth. We really wish that, you know, Harrisburg was had brought their away jersey the light color because we wanted to wear the old glory red but you know there's all back in the day you know people the, the teams <laughs> did what they did and it was it was an interest it was interesting times back in the day you know they there was not as much funding um sometimes the kit man didn't want to do the laundry <laughs> so they traveled with what they could travel with. I mean, there were times where, you know, we would take dirty laundry. You know, it's just, it was back. It was so different back then. It was just, it was different. It was the Wild West, as everybody remembers. You know, um, we were in Lotto. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes the training, oh, I didn't want to go there because I could just, there's story after story after story of how fun that was and how funny some of the situations were. But um, at any rate. That, that explains that because I when I went to my first game, right, I'm wanting to buy a jersey. I'm stuck between home and away. I think to myself, hmm, they're at home. They should be wearing the home jersey. Yeah, I'll buy the home jersey. And then, you know, come to the start time of the game, they end up coming out with white. And I'm like, OK, I should have gone white. But I, I never thought we were at home. Of course, we're going to wear a home jersey. 
Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it gets, it's just a little bit of a Rochambeau. And, you know, we've even had times where, you know, the referees force us to to go get a different kit because the, the colors that they brought are too close or, or goalkeeper <laughs> too close to the goalkeeper's colors. So it's like, crap, I've got to go get the gray goalkeeper <laughs> color because the referee brought the, they're wearing the orange or something that we had brought for our keeper. And it was like, ah, oh, crap, got to drive back and go get the <laughs> the third kit for the goalie because we always brought one and we always brought uh both colors you know for the keepers and then we find out later it's like crap we got to go get the third keeper kit yeah fun times you know in the off season we'll have to record a podcast with just the memories from the championship year especially if we went on wednesday we're going to want to go through some throwback to to that year and and just all the great things you know who would be real? Oh, one more shout out, Stephen Ali, because we did that. Um, we did a send off for the squad on on Thursday, mm. and shout out to Stephen Ali who helped you know pin down you know timing for us and and when we should show up. But it would be really fun to get him and our equipment manager on a podcast together. Mm-hmm to talk about, you know, the, the most bumpiest time or the, you know, the weirdest trip or the most unusual situation that they ran into while doing the underneath stuff of things for the players, you know, things for the team that nobody knows about, nobody sees, but it'd be fun to kind of peel back the layers on that. So Connor, if we haven't thought of that yet, and we don't get to it and you do it. Let's, let's unpack that one. Maybe we can do it together. Oh, yeah, we could do a collaboration like that. That would be really fun. But actually, a last-minute colossal of gratitude. I'm glad you mentioned that, Sharon, for you organizing that send-off, right? And for anyone who doesn't know, right, she did a, a group chat, invited, I want to say, like, what, 20, 25 people to it, and people were going back and forth. I mean, I wish I was there, but, you know, just time wouldn't work. But I'm glad that you were able to get some people to go over there and actually be able to give them that send off you know I, I know the players greatly appreciated that and i saw a lot of them reposted on their stories so hey that was that was really good so thanks well, for they did? i didn't see yeah. them posting oh man that is sweet i didn't even see any of that that's really cool thank you for sharing that thank you and thank you for acknowledging that yeah we tried to get if we ever do that uh so there's this <laughs> it's called there's a place on Facebook, so DM us, DM us, and we'll tell you where um, where you can get more information if we ever do these sorts of things again. So send us a, a direct message, and we'll give you the link to join. Um, there's a group specifically dedicated to those sorts of things. So let us know. We'll let you in. Yeah, especially for when they come back too, right? I mean, nothing's planned right now uh, as of this moment, but, you know, if something gets planned for, you know, um, receiving the team back when they arrive, I believe uh, late Thursday night, yeah. right, is when they're yeah. supposed to be arriving. So regardless of what happens, I mean, if you guys can get a group of people out there to uh, greet the players, surely a lot of people who didn't make the trip out there, if, you know, you're able to be there, then, you know, be there. doesn't matter what happens. You know, you got to thank them for, for their effort. Um, so, but I know if we win the championship, I don't even have to tell people be there. The whole airport is going to be like flooded. Oh, yeah. There'll be media, everything. <laughs> It'll be great. All right, you guys. Luis, send us out. All right. Well, as usual, the socials, follow us at State Republic 12, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I mentioned that 
one a little bit more specifically that last one instagram because at state republic 12 on instagram is where you want to be at follow us uh, get notifications from us uh, on as well because we are going to be doing a couple of different live shows and the first one is going to be in less than 24 hours actually because it's going to be at the san francisco airport as i'm waiting there and sharon may or may not be there at that time quite yet because we're going to be taking the same flight but once she's there it might just be five ten minutes but we'll be doing a little short one there so if you're awake early then you know hop on instagram but other than that we're going to be doing some random ones throughout the days until uh the game uh, starts on wednesday and then we're also going to be doing our town hall live show uh, be on the lookout on the socials. Uh, after we get to Orlando, we're going to solidify the time and potential place uh, a little bit more. Um, but it'll be sometime Tuesday evening. Um, and that's that'll be local uh, Orlando time. But definitely not any time below uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time because, you know, a lot of you are, are working on Tuesday. So just be on the lookout. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. And it'll be the first time that us three are actually recording you know, whether it's a podcast or live show in the same spot. So I'm really excited for that because we've never actually experienced that as much as it might seem like when you guys listen to us. So again, follow us on socials because that town hall is going to be on Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube page. So you want to be following and subscribing to those to um, find out when it gets um, scheduled. All right, Sharon, Jared. Last final parting words is uh, we get ready to pack and be on our way to Orlando. Hey, keep talking to each other. Let's jam. Let's get this show on the road. And for anybody staying home and staying back, enjoy a watch party. If you're going to go, there's several of them. Zocalo, mm-hmm. there's the state uh, Sacramento Sac Republic's watch party at Cesar Chavez Park. There's a watch party up in El Dorado Hills. They're all over the place. This is big time, guys. Mm -hmm. So enjoy it. Feel it. You know, get a hold of this moment. You know, chat with us. Chat with everybody. This is like a coming together moment for this whole community. And, you know, just soccer in general. What better way to celebrate? And go Republic. And for those that are going, uh, just keep an eye on the weather in Orlando. you know, dress accordingly, of course. And if, if anyone is down for Wednesday at about 11 a.m. to go to uh, Dexter's Birdland, it's it's uh, going to be a good way to hopefully invoke the spirits to work in our favor, given the fact that it is food based on uh, Rochester, New York. And, of course, the last team to win the, the Open Cup, not in MLS, was out of Rochester. So we're going to try to bring up some of that good juju as far as that goes. And go Republic. And I'll be there with you, Jared. Sharon, I don't know if you're going to join us for that, but I definitely have to go because it is a ritual being that it is from Rochester. And, you know, we want to invoke those rhinos and you know, the spirit that they had uh, back when, when they won the Open Cup. All right. Well, everyone, if you're traveling, safe travels as well to you. And if you're not traveling, uh, we hope you enjoy one of the many watch parties that will be available around the city. But with that being said, everyone have a good morning or night whenever you're listening to this. and. We'll see you later on in the week with our live shows at Orlando. And let's go, Republic. Well, so, Sharon, is, is this what we needed? We got three words for you. Cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> mm, when is the music going to be cued now? There's two cues. All right. We'll find out. <laughs>